Welcome back to Race Report, everyone. And we have just finished the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. And boy, it had a little bit of everything, didn't it? We started off knowing that there'd be upgrades up and down the field. Would that change how the state of play was? We got to see that in action. We had a wet qualifying, which always shakes up the grid. That was great. And we had instant aplenty, tons of different leaders throughout the race as well. Let's get stuck straight in. We'll start with qualifying as usual. And as I said, wet qualifying, always a difference maker. And it turned out to be that once again here. Out in Q1, we had Alex Albon, both the Hasses and both the Astons as well. They just can't get it hooked up in the wet. And that did mean that Nicholas Latifi, who didn't actually have the Williams upgrades, they were only given to Albon, he outqualified Albon and went to Q2 for the first time this season. But he wasn't done there. He also got into Q3, believe it or not. Out in Q2, we had the two Alpha Tauris, Valtteri Bottas, Ricardo, and Ocon. So yes, Latifi did make it into Q3. But at the end of qualifying, we had Carlos Sainz qualify on pole, his first pole position ever in Formula 1 on his 150th race. That is fantastic for him. He outqualified Verstappen, who took second, and Leclerc, who took third. It was a real nail-biter, though, because it was wet and the track was improving with every single lap. It went right down to the wire, and we saw the cars out there for long stints. It was really, really great qualifying. Over to the race, and the race was just as mental and as crazy as the qualifying. It was dry, but there was the threat of rain. That's just what England is, to be honest. Dry sometimes with a threat of rain. We saw Sainz start on the mediums, but Verstappen start on the softs, so he had instantly a little bit of an advantage there. And we saw that come to play. Off the line, Verstappen took the lead using his softer tyres, and Hamilton actually got a good start as well, getting up to third. But we had a red flag after an instant at the first corner. And it was a very, very serious one. A huge crash involving quite a large portion of the grid, actually. From about 8th downwards, it did involve Russell going down. We saw a lot of people hitting and bumping through traffic and everything like that. The real scary thing, though, is we saw Joe's car upside down, skidding on his roof at high speed. It was super nasty stuff. We obviously had a significant delay because of this. I think it went over an hour. But Joe got flipped upside down before they reached the corner, skidded on his roof. They would have been about 150 miles an hour at this point. He hit the gravel trap. And because the gravel was designed to work with the tires and not the roof, he actually got catapulted up in the air. The car flew over the Tech Pro barriers, which are meant to decelerate him safely and he landed on the road behind the track. I've never seen anything like that before. It was absolutely insane. The main takeaway from all of that, the main news from all of that, is he is fine, he is okay. And he actually went back to the track and did some press. That's amazing, and it's definitely the main takeaway from the race. We also heard whilst we had that red flag incident, the protesters actually broke onto the track while the red flag was out. So <laughs> we weren't even half a lap in and 
stuff was just going off the rails already. Once we were ready to get going again, we found that because so little of the lap was actually completed, when the race had to restart, we went back to the original lineup with sights on pole. If they don't pass a certain point on the track, I think it's a safety car two line, it doesn't get logged, so they can't restart in that order, so they had to go back to the original order. An interesting point at the restart as well is Verstappen actually swapped from his soft tyres, which got him the lead in the first place, to medium tyres. Obviously, he was backing himself, the team were backing him to try and take sights on the same tyre compound as him. Once we were off and racing again, it was another messy start. There was contact up and down, thankfully not to the same degree this time. Charles Leclerc managed to hit both Red Bulls in two different corners. This damaged not only his car, his end plate came off, but also pretty much ruined Perez's front wing. Sainz also had to get his elbows out to keep Verstappen fine. It was incredibly good racing from Sainz and not something we usually see from him. So that was very interesting. Perez did pit on lap five for a new front wing that promoted Norris into fourth and Hamilton was pushing all the way and did eventually get him. So Hamilton moves up to fourth as a result of that. On lap 10, we see Sainz make an error. For whatever reason, it wasn't really explained. He just lost the back end and he managed to lose the lead as well. Verstappen just drives by without a fight. Further down the field, we see both AlphaTauri tangle and go for a spin as they fall down the field as a result. Sonoda gets a five second penalty and I'm sure he's gonna get a little bit more than that when talking to his team principal. We then see a strange instant where Verstappen just slows down super significantly, allowing both the Ferrari drivers through. They initially think it might be a slow puncture, so they bring him in for a pit stop, which obviously drops him back further down the field, but this doesn't help, and the team later tells him it's bodywork damage on the rear of the car, but we're not sure why or when that occurred really, it just seemed to come out of nowhere. This effectively ruined Verstappen's race as his car was now significantly worse to drive, so he dropped down the field and was unable to recover back into the positions where we'd usually see him. So at this point, Sykes is back up to first, Leclerc in second and Hamilton in third. Both of Ferraris are fighting out in front, Leclerc asking to be let through, and Ferrari not making that call. At this point, Hamilton is catching them pretty well. He's gonna get them, and Ferrari are letting Sainz and Leclerc fight out front. Sainz does come into the pits. He is the first one in the pits on lap 20. He drops down to third on the hard tires, so intending to one-stop on those hard tires. And one thing to note around this point in the race is we think Perez is gone because he dropped right to the back of the field for that nose change but he's making quiet progress. Nobody's calling out because you know he's just moving gradually past one person here, one person there, but he's gaining, he's, he's getting up that field. Verstappen pits again on lap 24, and they ask the question of, hey, have they done anything to fix this issue? The answer is no, he's still complaining and still not able to make any progress. Leclerc pits on lap 25. This promotes Hamilton into the lead of the Grand Prix, this is the first time Hamilton has led a Grand Prix in the 2022 season, and it's at Silverstone, so you know everybody went mental. The pit stop for Leclerc dropped him actually behind Sainz. I don't know if that was intended or not, but that's what happened. So we had Hamilton in first, Sainz in second, and then Leclerc in third. But Leclerc, just like he did last time, catches Sainz, 
and once again Ferrari do not make the call to let him through. It takes to lap 31 for Ferrari to finally swap the cars around through team orders, but it looks like it's too late to do anything about it. At that stage, it looked like it might have cost them the win. I noted Perez making good progress through the field earlier from the back, but somebody else who also did that is Sebastian Vettel. He did an amazing job from a poor starting position, took a super long stint on his first set of tyres, and he managed to get up to seventh at one point. Very good from him. Hamilton pits on lap 34 for his first stop as well, a slightly slow stop. If that didn't happen, he might have got out ahead of Sainz, but it's not to be. He comes back out in third place. He does have very fresh rubber compared to the other two in front of him. And this is where it all kind of gets a bit fun, honestly. Ocon's car runs out of power, conks out on a straight, and we get a safety car, a full safety car, and everyone, absolutely everyone, dives into the pits. They want those soft tyres and they want to go racing after this safety car. So Sykes and Hamilton come in for softs, but Leclerc stays out. They remain our top three. Leclerc in first, Sykes in second, Hamilton in third. But Leclerc is in significant danger. He's on old, hard tyres. And the other two are now on soft, fresh tyres. And right behind him, thanks to the safety car. Everyone else further down the field pits as well. I think the two men that benefit most out of this you know, come in the form of Vettel, who still hadn't pit at that stage, and also Perez. Because of course, I said Perez was moving up the field, gently taking one or two places here. He now also gets a cheap pit stop, which he can put soft tires on as well. Great recovery drives from both those guys. And we go racing again with 10 laps to go. Sainz and Leclerc have an immediate fight. Ferrari do not step in and Sainz wins with his fresh tyres. He is now the race leader. At that same time, Perez actually takes Hamilton for third place. Perez has come from the back of the grid to be on the podium at this stage. Leclerc and Perez then start to have a great fight for second place, really scrapping out. And then as those two are doing that, Hamilton in one corner manages to overtake both of them. It's breathless, breathless stuff as these three fight for the better part of a full lap. Perez manages to take Hamilton again, and then Leclerc also manages to take Hamilton again. Finally, Hamilton manages to get past Leclerc and cement that position for himself. Alonso then comes out of nowhere and starts challenging Leclerc too. It's been an amazing couple of laps. Super fun stuff as these guys are scrapping it out. And that was our final 10 laps. It's amazing. I totally, totally recommend if you watch any highlights at all from this race, make it the last 10 laps. Fantastic stuff. And with that, Carlos Sainz wins the British Grand Prix. His first ever F1 win in the same weekend that he gets his first ever pole position on his 150th race. What a nice round number. Love it. Great job to Carlos Sainz. Perez with an amazing recovery drive from last place on the first lap to second place. And then finally we have Lewis Hamilton finished third at his home race and he took the fastest lap for good measure as well. Verstappen did manage to finish the race in the end. He finished in seventh place. And as we know, 
those kinds of points can be crucial when it comes to the title defense. So I think he'll be pretty happy with that at the end of the day. We also saw Mick Schumacher also get his first points in Formula One with an eighth place. And to be honest, he had a ding-dong fight there with Verstappen for seventh. That was great stuff. So congratulations to him as well. What a race we had. It had a little bit of everything. The massive crash at the start. Plenty of overtakes all the time. A safety car that upset everything. But overall, it's great to hear that Joe is okay. Fantastic racing all the way through. And definitely some questions to be asked to the Ferrari strategy team. So that'll be interesting going forward. What do you guys think of the race? Are you happy to see Sainz make it to the top step? Let me know in the comments and over at social media at Race Report Pod. Feel free to stick around and subscribe and I will catch you in the next one.